All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I got my good buddy G-Spot. How are you doing? Long time no see. <laughs> long time no see. Great to see you. Yeah, I haven't found G-Spot in a long time. You're looking extra hot today. Oh, thank you. And DK, also Dirk, Dirk Kegel, is that? You betcha. How are you doing? I'm well. All right, well, let's get started. So today, what we're talking about is relationship stages and just so happens we have three very different people in very different relationship stages so your host professor hot sauce yours truly is permanently single will probably never have another serious relationship in his life not with that attitude not with that attitude really you're just done you're done ah, with fuck it? it i think I, I think women are done with me actually <laughs> 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 well, who knows? People try setting me up and... It's it, not a choice. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I didn't choose a lifestyle. The lifestyle chose me. So you got myself, the permanent bachelor. We got G-Spot. Four has, years in. Four years in. Has definitely been single in his life. Yeah. But is now in a pretty serious relationship. Well, a very serious relationship, I would say. And then we got our buddy DK. Yeah. Like almost never been single. Almost never been single. Yeah. 13 years? Yeah, uh, yeah. 13 yeah, years. Take, just got married. Yeah, been together for like 12 years and just finally got married. High school? High school sweethearts? Uh, uh, no, no, just after. Just after high school. So there you go. So we got, we can bring some fat, fresh perspectives to this conversation. So first off, I love this because this is really the only interaction on a relationship level that I have with women. It's first dates. So my friends, and one thing I've noticed is my... Female friends who are in relationships fucking love doing this. They want to set me up. So for women, I don't know what it is. If they're my narcissist side makes me think that they're trying to live vicariously through their female friends and they want to hear how's hot sauce in bed. <laughs> you know, that's that's how I think I'm a real narcissist when it comes to that. But maybe they're just being a uh, real cool friend and chicks to- love setting up single guys yeah that's a thing like i think every single guy that i have my significant other is like let's we it's like a goal almost right like let's set them up i don't know that's that's interesting but i generally say i hope you understand what your friend is getting into you realize you know me you realize i don't date i'm a hopeless romantic that's (laughs) that's who i am so you you like the honeymoon stage you like that that first thing, or you just like, I like meeting new people. You know what I like doing? I like making somebody feel fucking special. I really do. You're melting my heart. Yeah, G-spot, I knew that that would happen. <laughs> but I like going out for the first time and honestly learning their story. I think that's a really cool thing to actually be able to connect with somebody or instantly realize that this is we're we're yin and yang type of thing, right? So for me, the first date's really cool because it paints a picture of who this person is. And maybe we'll become friends. The odd time, we'll actually become a couple. And then most of the time, I want to fuck this girl. <laughs> and then most girls don't fuck on the first date. So they say, hot sauce, cool it, man. And then we never talk again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you cooled off all right. Ah, fuck, all right. I'm like, for some reason, if a girl doesn't fuck me on the first date, I'm, I'm like, well, oh, 
She doesn't love me. She'll never. <laughs> she'll yeah, never, she's not worth it. Didn't it will never treat her work. Special enough. She's. She'll never fuck me. It will never work. So G spot. How much do you love first dates? I hate first dates. Why? It's just after a while, man. It is just like for me, it's way too much work. Like you're always trying. You're, you feel like you're always having to impress somebody. Yeah. Like it's. It. Why is it always the guy's job for the first date? Because women are beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna. What do you mean the guy's job? Like, you gotta plan it, you gotta, you know, you gotta do the bulk of the work. You gotta pay for supper. Society said that. <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. It's society's decision, not yours. But then, you also can't take different girls out on the same date, can you? At the same time? No. That's no, no, ridiculous. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, like, rule number one. Like, you gotta, you <laughs> yeah. gotta keep it fresh. You, you gotta, like, your, your first dates have, your, I mean, your dates in <laughs> general, they have to be fresh, they have to be original, they have to be... <laughs> You know, well, G Spot, don't bring a backup date to your first date. <laughs> this is why you fail at first dates. No, but you know what I mean, right? Like it. It's why the G Spot so loose. You have to have it fun. <laughs> you have to ha- keep it fresh. You have to do certain things. You know, like it's. So you're saying your original. Ide- so you're saying your ideal first date might be we go to supper, maybe we go mini golfing afterwards. And you can't do that again for the next girl. You have to do something completely different. Yeah, I don't know about completely different, but I mean, you can't, I don't think you can, can you take her to the same mini golf? I think so. I, I think, think it'd be I an awesome play, formula. Get a formula and you do know, it. Like, I think you got to, I think there's two sides to this. I think from a guy's perspective, you got to do your strengths. You got to showcase your personality, but you also got to let her showcase her personality. So for me, it, and this is the tough part, is how do you get on that first date? So usually a first date for me involves I meet somebody somewhere and I'm interested in actually taking a girl out. So before I do that, I understand what do they like? Who are they? So if a girl says, I love golf, I'm going to say, let's go play mini golf. Let's make a skins game out of this. And let's turn this into a game of truth or dare every hole. The winner of the hole picks truth or dare. And then you gotta really learn that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that's it. a sure. great idea. I mean, Spice obviously, yeah, your your first date has to be full of conversation. It can't just be watching a movie. I think a movie's that's a, a terrible, terrible first date. Exactly, it's it, the worst. Yeah. It's so you gotta showcase yourself. The girl probably already likes you since she agreed on going on this date. So it now it's just your job to <laughs> well, kind of like showcase what. I, she's, <laughs> it's not like she doesn't like you. She's like, oh, okay, let's go on this date. Yeah, I don't you know, feel like women don't be, just date. Yeah, just there's to date. there's some interest well, there. Maybe they do. And I I don't know. I had I had one experience where I asked a girl out and we went on a date, and I'm like looking back on it, I was like, yeah, she didn't want to be there the whole time. Like she are she knew the guy she was going to marry. So why already. did she go on this? Exactly. I don't know. I think she just felt bad. What, are you the type no. of guy? Okay. So this is an interesting point. To what you said, G-Spot, it's never been the females picking up the first check. So was it that scenario where she was expecting maybe a free meal or a free... No, I don't think so. Okay. She was, she was a nice girl. I mean, I, I asked her out. I She was in the class. I was like, hey, hot chick, ask her out. Went on a date. And it was really awkward at the end of the night. I was like, so do you want to go on another date? And she's like, no. So I know <laughs> I've right. been I've been there before. She was just too polite to say no. I to think me. that's what it was, and then because we were Facebook friends before, and like I remember literally like two months later her getting married. 
Oh, I've been. <laughs> so it's like I think you might just... have you might have dodged a bullet there, my friend. Well, I've, she was I've... really religious, so I did dodge a bullet. You know that for sure. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't two months, but like later on, like it she was dodged your bullet. A while, <laughs> a while later, it was like, and I just like I knew it was like, well, obviously I wasn't. I guess I don't know. I wasn't part of her church, so I couldn't get married to her. I don't know what it was, but yeah, okay. So she dodged a bullet. Is <laughs> I, I totally get what you're saying. Maybe that was a bad story, but no, it was. What I, what like it was that. is I, I just think some people feel bad. Yes, they're too polite to say, I don't want to go out with you anymore. I wish you would have been straight up. Or in the first place. There are definitely... Yeah. Hey, do you want to go on a date? Nah, I'm good, thanks. That would have been good. Yeah, I don't think you want to go on dates with... Or be with those people anyways that are, like, not really interested, but they're kind of just going along with it like it's hard it's hard to say no to people though oh we're canadian but just don't you think the more dating you do and the more first dates the less you are there would yeah be. The, the less bullshit there is you don't find that that's what a great question for you hot sauce like i i so that's probably why i have one date and that's it because i cut i say hey are we gonna fuck or not <laughs> yeah well i mean dude it's probably the <laughs> so older we what... get too right the less bullshit there is, and the more you know what you want. So the less of a show? Like, is it kind of the impress? I'm trying to impress you, and versus this is really who I am? Is that kind of where you're getting at? Kind of. Like, you're not putting on a fake face, I yeah. feel, right? Like, So I'll, I'll tell you this, and maybe this will answer your question. When I was 21, 22, and I went out on a date, my goal was I really hope this girl likes me. I really hope, that, and to the point where if she said she liked something, I might say, yeah, I like that too. And I really didn't. Or if she asked me a very important question where she says, you know, I, if I'm going to marry somebody, they got to be this, they got to vote this way in politics, or they got to be this type of religion, or they got to like this type of sports team to the point where I might not say that to them back then. But now I'll say, fuck that. Yeah, I, I, I hear you there. I think, I think, I mean, my wife is actually, we've talked about this too. I think we're like, if we knew what we knew now, like if we're single, I think it'd be, it'd be, that's why Tinder exists. It's just like swipe, right, you know? But that's kind of a problem too. I mean, I mean, cut I, out the bullshit, like you said though. Yeah, but I think when you move on, so I think you, you move on past that first date and you get into that next stage of the relationship. I think that's where the bullshit gets cut out more. Because for me, and maybe you don't even know what that bullshit is, because I got this problem where I really don't like people trying to set me up or going out on dates at all. But there is the odd girl who really captures my attention and I'll be infatuated with something about her. Something, right? Maybe her sense of humor. Maybe her boobs. Maybe her her tits. Maybe her... (laughs) Maybe her type of music or maybe just the way she carries herself or whatever right and i'll just be like fuck this is the girl this is finally the fucking girl and then i'll go out on a few more dates and then i'll be like oh fuck you know and it fades but i get super excited there's like this there's this peak when i meet a girl and they're new and i learn about them that i just get super excited my adrenaline's pumping when i meet them and it's like that honeymoon phase, right? You get into that sense, and it's just like they can't do anything wrong. Everything they say is the coolest thing. It's been like, where's this girl been? But you don't really know anything about them yet. Yeah, like, are different people's honeymoon phases longer or shorter, you think? 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. My, my, honey, my honeymoon phase is two hours. <laughs> well, come on. No, it's... I'm the, sure it depends on the, the girl. No, it... I tell you what. There are perfectly legitimate reasons why somebody might... I get so fucking anal with people who don't text me back or who don't seem to want to hang out with me to the point where if they have to work and they got called in for overtime because they're a paramedic or something like that, I'll be like, fuck, she did. That's not true. She doesn't, she doesn't want to go out on a date. I'm fucking done with her. Well, that's just your insecurities talking then. I don't Get know over, if it's insecurity. Man. Yeah, maybe it is insecurity. But you're right. Yeah, so my, absolutely, the, my honeymoon phase is like. I thought you were going to say two weeks, not two hours. Well, I don't know. Again. It's short. It's very short. Yes. I think it depends on how compatible you are. Like, I mean, if it's, if, how, how long was your honeymoon phase with, with yours? I don't know. It definitely was longer than two hours. <laughs> uh, you know, it was. What I was I getting at is it's like, probably pretty, relatively long. It considering was relatively you're still long. together. Yeah. For us, we dated and we didn't live with each other until I'd say close to over a year. So it was kind of like at that time, it was about a year honeymoon stage and then you move in and there's a little bit of a honeymoon, different honeymoon stage. I don't know if it's still called that, but it's another stage where, you know, those first six months you're getting to know living with that person. And And you fart in front of them. Yeah. That, that, that's been happening for years, (laughs) 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 but I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely longer than, you know, a couple weeks or whatever for sure. And four years later, you're brushing your teeth and they're peeing in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, you know, it's like, do not go in there. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how long was your honeymoon phase, DK? Oh, it's been so long, I don't even know. Well, that's good. See, okay. But maybe, and I'll, I'll say this with people, you can read, you go in and out of stages. It's not like it's a linear thing. You obviously have your roller coaster ride. No, no one's relationship is just a perfect straight line of happiness, oh, right? Yeah, it's pe- ebbs and flows, right? Everything has, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it has its its ebbs and flows, its peaks and valleys. And for me, it's like as soon as for me, think of it like riding a roller coaster. If you're riding a roller coaster, you know you you go up that really high. It, it's going really slow. The start at the start of it, you're getting super excited. The start and the ride. And then she you hit that you. first. She texted you back. You hit. The, she's texting you back. She's telling you how hot you looked. Ooh. You, you, you're hitting that top peak, and then you go over that first cliff, and you just you don't get the feeling you had when you first strapped into that roller coaster. And then that's that's for me. That's it. That the, the roller coaster ride side. Uh, you're addicted to the that first date honeymoon thing that's why you're perpetual bachelor i think i maybe am yeah i think i think we maybe have solved a big problem hey don't get me wrong i mean i think that's exciting and and i yeah i mean i'd be lying if i say i didn't miss that feeling when you first meet someone new yeah it's all everything every single thing is new and exciting and you've never done it before with that person and you get to share all those new memories but ah, seems like a lot of work now (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah first dates are just horrible like, yeah, i'm so do. glad i don't have to do that anymore hopefully not fingers crossed so okay let me ask you this when was the first time you said i love you g-spot with our relationship i was the first person 
to say it. It was probably pr- pretty close, fresh into the relationship, I would say. I don't, Two I don't, hours? I, it was, no. But I would say it was, le- <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, what, two, three months? Okay. That's pretty quick. Okay. You're asking these questions, I don't remember. <laughs> I, 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 it wasn't me that said it first, I'll tell you that, I know that. So was it awkward when she said it? Did you not say it back? I don't know. I probably just have to say it back, you know. But you didn't. You didn't mean it at that exact time. No, I. I don't know if I. I don't know if I should say it. This might be really controversial, but I don't know if I ever. I don't know if I ever love anybody. I just like things a lot. Oh come on, maybe you just have a different definition of love. Maybe that's it. I, I don't want to. Maybe I don't want to. She says it way more than me too, and I don't want to say it too often because I feel like it's going to spoil it. I have been in your exact scenario before and i've had like she'll say it every out. night before bed yeah so oh, love you good night like, mm, you too it's <laughs> like you know i don't want to i don't want to dilute it yes and i totally understand what you mean by that i've been that person before but for a lot of reasons outside a relationship with you know a girlfriend I've changed that. I've changed my attitude where I now will say I love you too. But I don't mean, I obviously mean it in a very different way. Like I don't want to strap on a dildo and fuck G-Spot. You know what I mean? Why not? Well, who knows? We'll see. We'll have a few more beers and we'll see what happens. But I used to be the same. It's a fucking weird podcast. (laughs) I know. Why would I need a strap on? Anyway. Oh. (laughs) Anyway. But I see what you're saying, DK. Like, I, I used to be that same guy where it was like, if I'm going to say to somebody I love them, I'm going to fucking mean it. You're but a bit of a hopeless romantic, too, though. I am. But I, so I, am. I think sometimes you can mean it, but it's pretty early. Like, let's say you're, you're a month into dating. You're like, I think, you know, I think I'm in love with this girl. Mm. And you say it but, like that. But you... Hey, baby. I, I you don't want to say it. I, I, think I think I'm in love with you. I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you feel it, but it's... You don't want to say it, like, too early, right? Because like, you might fuck it up and she might think that's yeah. a red flag. Because you don't want her to be the person that's like, you too, you know, like, it's... I feel like saying I love you too early or early in a relationship is kind of dangerous. It's a faux pas. Yeah. Even if you mean it. I think so. Later so, on, like, even like if you've been dating for years, you obviously love that person and... You know, you mean what you say, or you should. I know a guy who's been dating this girl for probably five years. I think it took him three years to actually say I love you to her. I think he's a lot like you, DK. Probably, yeah, sure. I don't know what it is. It's, I think there's so much stigma around the word that I, I don't want anything to do with it, almost. And you know what? That's your, You're right. And I think with us being the age we are, it's kind of our... To say, fuck society, I'll dictate whenever the fuck. So when I say it to a girl after two hours at mini golf and she runs away, you know, that's too bad for me. But it's just, it's, you know. Wasn't there a book on the topic? It was like, he's just not that, that into you. Oh, there's a movie. Some, oh, was that a movie? I think so. I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know. I think that was kind of the premise though, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't read if the book, they... but I, I, I watched the movie. So but is yeah, that true? I think so. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Didn't really take anything out of it. So, okay. So, I've been in very few serious relationships. But there's been the occasional girl who has just totally blown me off my feet. And I get into those stages 
And I, or, I think this is maybe, some people will say this is a problem. They say hot sauce. I can't believe you say you want to be a lifelong bachelor. How can you say that? Everyone wants to be with somebody. And I, I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I, I like my life. I, I, I do. But then there's the odd girl that will win me over and things get serious. And I think I kind of fuck it up because I've already implanted that seed in their brain. Because I'm forthright with them where I say, listen, I don't really date. This is who I am. Like, if you're looking for something serious, or you're looking at the wrong guy. I'm a guy who wants to fuck you. Have some fun. Have some fun, but also treat you like a princess. Maybe they want to break down some walls too, and you're a challenge. I think that's a big part of it. And I think I immediately get, when, when I see things getting serious, I think I maybe put up a wall for myself where I say, I've been down this road before, it's not going to work. And I already put that, I've already planted that seed in my own head where I kind of sabotage my own relationship before it even begins when shit's starting to get real. So do you find like in your relationships or your longer term ones that you're the guy? It's not her, you know, or that does that that ends maybe it? that maybe ends it or well, that 100% if, or is the reason to 100 percent of the time. I'm the type of guy that when shit gets real and things aren't so fucking sunshine and rainbows, I'm out the door. You know, we have an argument. Let, let's say there's kids involved or there's a conversation about how many kids do you want? And I say zero and they say you don't want kids. I want kids. I mean, that's kind of a deal breaker for oh, yeah. a lot of people. And you got to right? be fair to that person too, right? At the same you time. You totally do. And I got to be fair to myself. Yeah. So when that conversation comes up, I feel like really, that's fair game. I mean, these are the types of conversations we need to have if we're looking long term. But if someone's trying to sway you on that, that's where I don't compromise. And maybe in certain aspects I should. If they already have kids, how they raise them. I kind of want to inject my morals and ethics on them. But I realize it's not my place. But some, that's a very tough spot to be in sometimes. And that's a, a very specific scenario if someone has kids. But, I mean, it could be anything. It could be living together. could be, you know, how do we decorate the place? How do we... I don't know. Fuck. I don't really give a shit about living. <laughs> you went from like <laughs> serious stuff to like decorating the place and you're out the door, right? Yeah. I really All don't right. give a fuck about that. Right. But I'm saying it's, it's, it's conversations where if you're living together with somebody, it, it maybe is like, where are we going for Christmas? Are we going to my, my family's place or your family's place? And then there's a huge issue about shit like that, right? Like these are the types of things that in the early stages of your relationships, you don't talk about, but later on it's like, it's a thing. Maybe it's a maybe Easter is super important to her family, but your family doesn't give a shit about it. Or maybe Christmas is a big deal to your family, but hers doesn't. And these are the types of things where it's like, ah, fuck. Like, I want to meet you halfway, but I can't on this particular issue. And so that's where I immediately, if there's a confrontation, I'm just like, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> I take the easy rate. I, 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 I hate it. I hate fights. But I know every relationship has them, but I don't like them. I I mean, it's awesome that you're being upfront. I think about those issues, and you'd hope that the girl would be too, right? But yeah, I mean, and I, I feel like those end up in two-hour conversations and crying sessions, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, fair. Me, enough. and I'm not. I'm not saying that 
you know, it's just from her end. I think it's obviously, I definitely end up in those scenarios too. But that's where I'm like, I want to run. Like, I don't know how many serious issues you guys have had with your current significant others. But I'm sure they've been there. I'm sure you guys have had some pretty big fights in your lives. But no? DK? Not really. Honestly. Yeah, I know. I can see that. I'm not really confrontational. No, you're not. You just... You just kind of go with... It's all good. But I'm sure there's things that upset you. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to go running. Like, okay. Like, so do you think, are you open to a long-term thing, but you're just, you know, you're skittish and so you break it off right like, easily or... I'll tell you this. I love my current life. I have a lot of freedom in what I do in terms of, I love playing sports. I like the fact that I'm out of my house pretty much every day of the week. And I can see whoever the fuck I want, whether it be friends. I miss a lot of aspects of relationships, don't get me wrong. So I don't think it's that. It, I like the fact that I can travel anywhere whenever I want. I can go out with any friend I want any night of the week. It's that spontaneity of freedom, I think, that is really alluring to me. Yeah, fair enough. I think if you're in a good relationship, too, you do still have that. Yeah, I agree. It, but it's just more a question like, hey, do we have anything up Wednesday or something? No. All right, well, you know, I'm going to do this. It's more of a dialogue that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Maybe you just need to find, like, less clingy women. Yeah, but compared to me, everyone's going to seem clingy. Do you know what I mean? I suppose. You've been living this life so long, you don't know any different. So I think that's unfair to any potential women in my life because just because of how unclingy I am, it feels like benchmark towards me, I'm going to feel like, holy fuck, this girl just... Oh, let me do my thing. <laughs> What's the farthest you've been in, in a relationship? Like, you've lived with a person, you've... Yeah, I've lived like, with... Uh, how, how, like, how long? Like Maybe a year with them. That's long enough. Yeah, I, and that's only been one person. I lived with someone for a year. I dated them for a total of around three years, I would say. I mean, we had those conversations about kids. We had the conversations about potential marriage and stuff like that. It didn't work. And maybe, you know what, that might, the way that relationship ended may have jaded me in a lot of ways. I think it probably did. So, and that was, that was a while ago. That was probably six years ago now that that, and I've honestly, since those six years, I've been in one relationship since that. So I think that's probably set the tone for why I shy away from the serious relationships. Have you ever been with a religious girl? Oh, of course. Yep. I mean, that's... Only missionary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, whatever. Those types of things don't bother me. You know, people's... You can you can have a list of five things that are really important to people. Religion, politics, family, and people's views on that. Those, to me, aren't going to affect the relationship. What really I care about is that person and how they act every day. Yeah, I feel that some of those can affect the different stages of a relationship oh for sure and that affects the overall relationship whether it goes further or ends or whatever so let me change my answer (laughs) g-spot so if i'm with a super religious girl i haven't been with this yet but let's say they're christian and they believe in the whole no premarital sex thing as soon as i find that i'm fucking out the door i'm very serious in that because sex to me is a huge part of the relationship I mean, to me, that's the way, that's how you express how you love somebody. 
And if you can't do that and it's no good, then the relationship, that needs it to me. Like, the A, the passion needs to be there. I want to... My last girlfriend, we had sex every time we saw each other. The, the girlfriend that I was with before that I lived together with, there got to the point where our schedules... She worked evenings. She worked... She was a bartender. I worked during the days. And we just got to a point where I was in bed by before the time she got home. She had this app on her phone that showed how many times we had sex or like her period or shit like that. I don't really fucking That's know. Weird. But, uh, That's kind of weird. I was, she was going through her calendar. We were booking a vacation. I was like, where are those little hearts on there? And she was like, that's every time we've had sex. And I started looking through it. And it was like once a month. And I was like, what Jesus the Christ. fuck? Like we live together once a month? What the fuck's wrong? And I was just, I was at a point where I was just comfortable with things. But I was like, why am I not pushing this? And yeah, I thought that the ratio's was. ratio's got to be a little bit more than that, I think. Yeah. And I think you got to, like, I could never marry a girl who I haven't had sex with. I honestly think that's a big part of the relationship. I dated a girl that, she was pretty religious, Christian. She was a virgin. She was four years older than me. She was 27 at the time. And I knew this going in, kind of, like, it was, she had to, like, talk to me about it. And I was like, all right, you know, like, I didn't want to be an asshole and, like, end it just because of that. But in hindsight, if you know what you want, right, you should. Yeah. But uh, we ended, I ended up taking her virginity. And we had this relationship that went on for quite a while, longer than it should, but it was, like, a couple of years and I was pretty much living at her place but she wouldn't give me anything to house my clothing that was there <laughs> that so was, like that was the loophole like <laughs> so because she didn't want me living yeah us living together I get it yeah and so but finally she agreed that we would move in together and she's 30 years old at this point which like she was scared of her parents. I'm like, come on, you're 30 years old. Yeah, but you know, can you blame her? She's been like, if, if their her... family was very religious, that'd be tough. But I mean, so we agreed to. And then it was so, you know, I gave up my rent. I sold some furniture, all that stuff. And a week before I was supposed to move in, she tells me that, no, we can't do this. Because my parents, don't, you know, they don't want this and blah, blah, blah. So here I am. I got to scramble to find a place. It's a week before. I'm out furniture. I, you know, like <laughs> half my stuff, half my shit is at that her sucks, place. That sucks, man. Like, it's what just not being, it's there, but it's not being housed by an actual dresser or anything. <laughs> like, come on. So, I mean, that was, yeah, that was the end of it. Yeah, Enough of no that. Kidding. It affected the next stage for me. And well, of course. Some people, they want, you know, if they're religious or, or whatever. They want to get married before you live with that person. So it accelerated the stages is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine the awkwardness of a wedding night when you're both virgins, though? I mean, at least you can stumble through it together. But, like, man. I remember the time I was a virgin. Yeah. And the first time I had sex, and I look back at it now, and I'm like, holy fuck. Just shake wow. your head, hey? Like, oh, man. You gotta start go somewhere. You gotta start somewhere, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. And there's obviously a lot of people that do that and you know i guess kudos to them but to me like you said if the sex is terrible on that wedding night i well they got the rest of their lives to get it better so (laughs) i guess so but you know what okay there's a long-term relationship viewpoint here the sex is good and 
the thing is now we we are so good, like it's almost a game of how to good. not make them come right away because you can make them oh. come like that. You know the sweet spot. Oh god, you yeah. know the sweet. I know spot. where the G spot is. He's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these women listening are like probably rolling their eyes right now. No, he <laughs> he doesn't know where the G spot is at all. She's faking it. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. So you guys, do you guys do that? Do you, do you have? We don't have an app. We don't keep track. So. <laughs> That's good. That's weird. Well, does she update it while like? <laughs> like when she... Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna come, and I gotta. Oh, no, no, I gotta no. update my app. <laughs> so okay. So have you ever tried? Have you ever done some independent research, and then tried to really surprise your wife with something you learned sexually? The swirl from it's... Seinfeld. No. No. When you, the best way to to learn a new trick is. From their cues, right? I mean, you know what I mean. I you know asked. what I'm trying to say. I mean, I do. It's pretty tough to invent a move and just like try it on someone and hope it works. Why not? Different. If it's your wife, why not? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, without going overboard, if you, you know, if it's, you definitely don't want to do something she hates. Here, here's a here's a weird little story. Very personal, but just what we like, right? I remember her telling me one time. She's like, I think it'd be really cool if you woke me up like from sex. <laughs> All right. All right, this I'm sounds fun, right? Sounds amazing. My, yeah, just sounds rape awesome. My wife here. <laughs> and, yeah, this is a. No, I should kidding. not be telling this story, but anyways, maybe I'll okay it with her. Anyway, so she's like, "Yeah, you should wake me up with with sex. I think that'd be pretty hot." All right, sure. All right. Really difficult, actually. Very difficult. I mean, yeah, we're sleeping in the same bed and all this stuff, and you see, know, so you're getting ready, you're kind of moving into position, and you're, you're trying to get there, <laughs> and then so it's go time, and and it happens. It happens. She wakes up scared as hell. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa! You know, she's like, what the? You know, surprised her. And huge turn off. <laughs> totally ruined it. It was a disaster. So she thought, it sounds uncomfortable. It sounds, well, no, it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was just like, I think it was shocking. And I don't think we expected that. I could have told you this prior you should have solicited it, it, my it, it advice. It was her idea. <laughs> I know it was, it was her, her idea. idea. It was a shitty idea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it sounds hot. I mean... Who, okay, who of us wouldn't want to wake up? I think it's more reverse. I don't know. I guess, like, who doesn't want to get woken up to a girl, like, riding you? Oh. Yeah, but your dick's not hard. Oh, but okay, it will BJ. get there. A BJ. <laughs> yeah, we all want to get our dicks sucked, woken up. All the time. <laughs> that's the one thing i think all men can agree on but reverse way i you know it just it's a little rapey right well of course it is like, like yeah like, it, that's why it didn't work <laughs> it, that's the difference be, that's i feel like that's a biological difference between males and females that's just like hardwired into you it's a difference because as a man, you're the one doing it, right? Like, you're the one... Well, I... But I guess if you're in a later stage, like a late stage... No, 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 sure. So, with with my last ex, I mean, one thing we did is we, we would watch porn together. We'd watch these ridiculous sex positions, and we'd try some of them. Some of them were hilarious, because... Fuck, these guys are fucking strong, these porn stars. I'll tell you that. Or these girls are super small. But my last girlfriend was not heavy at the all. The dick does not bend down like that in all those positions. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Well, anyway. Not well. Uh, 
But some, I think that's a fun thing, though, right? Like, well, that's... absolutely, it's fun, and it's sometimes you laugh because well, it's you have to be able to laugh. I tell you, some of that shit is hilarious. Yeah, I was trying this wheelbarrow position, and I just fucking dropped her on her head. <laughs> and uh, we all pictured it. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, and she just started laughing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not as strong yeah. as that porn star with, you well, know, the huge biceps and the. All those positions are just they're for show. They're for sure. They suck. They're terrible at <laughs> their positions. They're terrible. Like, yeah. I, I remember trying some of them. And then we watched another video that was actually the lover's guide to like sexual arousal. And Fuck. I'm telling you. Some of these things, man. And that's a fun thing. That's a fun thing about a relationship on the sex side is you trust your partner. So you'll try some shit. And sometimes it will be the most amazing thing you've ever done. And you're like, I wish I knew this. 15 fucking years ago. Do you think there's a couple out there that are like, oh, I can't wait to do the wheelbarrow tonight. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think so. I do. As long as the guy's strong enough. The angles. You know, there's no clit I know, the angles The angles are terrible. Yeah. You're right. But I tell you this much, I, I learned a lot about comfort and trust in the sexual realm in my long-term relationships mm-hmm. i will say that that's probably my favorite part of a relationship is the sex and Definitely. of course and of course it's like love. the best part of any relationship I yeah think. absolutely i mean as a you know as like a i love the girl but red-blooded like, if i love the, if i love the girl and i know these couples and i still can't believe they exist i have these two good friends they were together eight years and i guess the guy cheated on her six years into their relationship they didn't have sex one time for the last two years of their relationship really just kill it it's I, dead i and i think if you get to that point like you gotta cut you gotta cut bait on that like if think, you can't get back if you can't get back to that sex is the best barometer of the health of a relationship absolutely when you're having sex with somebody every night you see them that's a sign that you have yeah. a healthy relationship yeah. or you have you have a disorder. See, like, some, you have a sex addiction. Sometimes not, because you, you don't want to just be doing her in the missionary position every night. Be like, she's just laying there, like, counting down time. Like, oh, no. That's, it, you know, it's, it's, it can't just be boring sex. You know, like. Well, if you weren't in the bathroom and you heard DK and I talking about the wheelbarrow position, you would know that you're right. <laughs> that you <laughs> Best position try- ever. <laughs> It's not. It's terrible. Maybe you've tried it, but yeah, you gotta try. You gotta try new things. But the fact that you want to try new things, I think, is what DK saying. Like, it's a good. Absolutely, but I don't know if like the amount or frequency is the barometer. No, because I mean, there's life situations, right? There's work. <coughs> there's all sorts of shit. I get that, but it's I the think... quality. I think. Sure, but I think it's a passion level too. I think like if you don't want to have sex with your wife or with your girlfriend, I think there's a problem. Unless it's like I got a huge meeting tomorrow, I got to do a bunch of shit for my career, or if you have kids, like I got to take I got to take little Steven to hockey practice at 5 a.m. Then fine, right? There's those situations and those circumstances. I get it. Those those are more important. But I think if it's like if I haven't if I'm dating a girl and I haven't had sex with her in two weeks, fuck. Yeah, like what the fuck is going on? Next time I see her, I'm gonna rip her clothes off (laughs) and like we're having sex. And I hope she feels the same way. I hope it's like a competition to see who can 
address each other the fastest. And I think if you're, you've been in a relationship for a while, I don't know how you are, but you know, if it's pretty stale for a while, you got to be able to be like, Hey, we got to change something here. Cause this is getting time for a new horrible. toy. You know? for a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go into, have you used sex toys on yourself, DK? Or have you introduced a sex toy into your relationship that has been used on you? Yeah, we have toys. Yeah. How many would you say? You got a collection? Yeah. 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 Or every once in a while, you get a new one. I think it's exciting. You, yeah. I think if you have a healthier relationship and you've been together for a while or, or a long time. How many dildos do you have, G Spot? How many strap ons do I have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's, we definitely have a few and. And we have that in our sex life, and that's it's good. I can't imagine not having it. Really? See, yeah. that's the interesting thing to me. Because some guys are, they're like, there's no way I would bring a vibrator or a dildo I'm, or anything into that. I'm like, I, I think that's weird. Or not weird, but like, I'm aghast. Well, you're missing out. <laughs> you're missing out if you're I not bringing so. like, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be crazy stuff. It could be, it could be like a wedge pillow. Like we what? have a, we have a wedge pillow and it's awesome. Oh, just so like her ass is in the air, or or yeah, or yours. Like I mean, it's like a it's just your a, ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, we're different. We're around? different heights, and it it really helps. Like if she's laying down and and you can put her on the wedge and it's just like right on the clit. Like it's just bang. Oh yeah. So that's interesting because my ex, she. Got these sex toys from her friend. They're second own, hand? Well, no. She, second second she, pussy? <laughs> she got some second pussy sex toys. No, they that's ordered weird. them online. That's weird. She, her friend ordered them Two online. For one. <laughs> her, friend, her friend ordered them online. They went out for wine. And she just slammed them on the table. She had like this 12-inch <laughs> She had this 12 inch dildo and this little like mini bullet. And uh, she brings them home, and she gets really drunk, and she's hot sauce. I want you to use these toys tonight, and we're fucking. On her, right? No, she wants to use them on me. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no fucking way you're touching me with those things. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I heard if you rub them on the, this mini bullet, if you rub it on the balls, you'll like that. And so we start fucking and stuff, and... She goes into her drawer. She grabs the really mini bullet and she tries to use it. I'm like, what the? F no. <laughs> and then she starts using it on herself and stuff. And she's laughing the whole time. We wake up the next morning. I'm like, do you remember trying to use your sex toys on me? And she's just like, what? But then her friends were telling me about, they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you, hot sauce? This is par for the course. People do this. And apparently, I don't know if you guys have done this, but like vibrators on the balls... Apparently feels good. I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. No. <laughs> I, I mean, just maybe use it on your tip or something, not your balls. I mean, yeah. So, statistical survey, three out of three men, 100% of the time, we don't need to survey anybody else. We know women don't use vibrators on a guy's balls. That's a, 